Friday, don't be frustrated. Encouraging word. I have talked to many saints this week and God is good. And there's many things that God is doing. He's on the move. The Holy Spirit is on the move. And what I see happening is God is shaking things up. He's shaking up the whole church. The remnant is coming together and the false teachers, preachers, and philanderers are being exposed and set aside. But what is being um, eluded, eluded to in a lot of conversation I have with saints is God is shake, shaking up the paradigm, the way they think. And God has allowed them to through his passive and active will, uh, through his providence, he has allowed them to go to a certain place, not geographical, but spiritual and mental. And now he's giving them illumination on what has been revealed in scripture. And what is happening is the illumination is so powerful in their lives. It's shaking up excuse me, their paradigm, the way they think, what they knew, what they counted on. And some of them have counted on their paradigm for years. They have understood their religion. They understood their denomination. And God is saying, there's more to me than that. And it's blowing their mind, simply blowing their mind. They thought by their comments, they won't admit this, but their comments as if, they had got enough, they finished, they know everything. There's nothing else for them to know. They're on a solid path, they're in the right direction. But you have to leave room for the Holy Spirit to give you more illumination on the revelation that's in the Word of God. And I'm not talking about taking scripture out of context. I'm learning that this new, which is not an old, no new concept or new paradigm of thinking, of taking scripture in context before we go to interpretation, which leads to application, is something totally foreign to some saints. But God wants them to know the truth, for the truth will set them free. And it's scaring them on one hand because what they think is they've been doing something wrong all this time. But what I try to comfort them in their frustration is that they are right where God wants them to be so they can compare what they've known to what God is revealing to them now and illuminating now. So they can say, eat the meat, spit out the bones. But they're so frustrated because they feel, now watch this, show you how our ego kicks in. They feel that they should be further along in God by now because they have been in this religion, denomination, going to church, whatever, for so long that there is an equal reward for time in. But see, I always tell the saints to walk in truth. This is not a union job. Time in is only as good as the quality of the time in. And as God wants to illuminate through to that person by revelation, what he's trying to say to them. And because it's shaking up their paradigm, because it's shaking up what they thought, they think they've been wrong. No, God wants to shake you up because he has more to give you. And he says, 
that was then as a child you thought as a child but when you became a man an adult you put those things away the bible is t- even tells a part where it says they ought to be teachers by now but i have to go back and teach them the rudimentary things of the faith well same with the ones who are frustrated they feel disappointed in their teachers in their in their in their in the church and they want to get upset and i'm telling them you may be the person who brings your church into the next level. And what I mean by the next level is not a, a natural one, but a spiritual one. You may spark the life in a pastor who is basically dead. He knows enough or she knows enough to, to, to do what they do. But they haven't been challenged in a long time. And by God illuminating you and you taking it back to them, it pushes them to get back into their word and study. So I want to encourage those who are frustrated and believe that they are not where they're supposed to be. If God ordains everything that comes to pass and all things happen to the good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose, then how can you be not where God wants you to be? Growth is painful. The church should never get stale and stagnant. Growth is painful. And some things in the body of Christ are worth fighting for. So don't get frustrated. Go ahead. Accept the illumination that God has given you. Ask God for wisdom and understanding in it. And ask God, what am I supposed to do with this next? But don't be frustrated. He's a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. And every step you make in God has to be by faith and the step in faith now because you're frustrated is to continue to move forward in the revelation and illumination of what the holy spirit has given you even though it's painful and it's shaking up everything that you have believed from the, up to this point this is pastor teacher dr james sutton of walking true christian fellowship church and walking truth ministries i want you to be encouraged and be blessed and remember God is shaking things up, and a good God would even shake you up. Don't count on what you knew yesterday. Count on what God is doing today. Put to death Cousin Eustace and step into the destiny of what God has for you today. Peace. Welcome to the Let Us Reason Together broadcast with pastor-teacher Dr. James Sutton of Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church. Please stay tuned to the end of the broadcast for more contact information. And now your host, Dr. James Sutton. Wow, the year is almost over. And you've recaptured your vision. You're motivated and you're ready to go into 2018 with eight being the number of new beginnings. You have surrounded yourself and decided who's going to be your confidant for the year. So you say, what's next? I'm raring to go. I have my vision. I have my confidant. I've decided to move forward. Now it's time to take a moment and pray and meditate. Pray that God will continue to be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Pray that God will continue to show you and reveal himself to you as you walk out your vision. Part of your vision is the revelation of God in your life more than it was last year. You should know more about God as you walk out your destiny. You should learn more about his character and his ways. Also meditate. And what I mean by meditate is envision your vision daily. 
see the end from the beginning. Try to envision what it's be, it will be like when you accomplish what God has laid before you. Because after that accomplishment, God is going to take you to another level of higher visions and higher desires and higher destinies from faith to faith. And now that you walk it out by faith, God will continue to show you and bless you and guide you in your destiny journey. So now you begin to pray, pray without ceasing, meditate on the word daily. Make sure you spend at least five minutes a day, quiet time with God, trying to receive versus talking. I want you to be encouraged and I want you to jettison into 2018 with your vision, motivation, confidant, and prayer. Be encouraged. Thank you for listening in today to Let Us Reason Together broadcast with Dr. James Sutton. You may send letters of prayerful support and your tax-deductible financial gift to Walk in Truth, 7852 Milan Avenue, St. Louis, Missouri, 63130. If you are in need of prayer or would like to contact the ministry, call us at 314-629-0024. You can also visit the ministry website at www.walkintruthministries.com or email us at witmin at yahoo.com. And be sure to check us out at Walk in Truth Ministries on Facebook and Walk in Truth Radio SoundCloud. Be sure to tune in next week for another thought-provoking broadcast from Let Us Reason Together. Welcome to the Let Us Reason Together broadcast with pastor-teacher Dr. James Sutton of Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church. Please stay tuned to the end of the broadcast for more contact information. And now your host, Dr. James Sutton. Perception. That's your encouraging word to think about for this Saturday, perception. How do you perceive things? How do you examine, look at, decide? How do you make decisions? What is your perception? Or the way you make decisions based upon your experiences? Do they encompass your spiritual relationship with God? Or does it simply be made by whatever the fad is for the day? How do you perceive things? How do you walk through this life? How do you think about things? How do you perceive your time of testing? Do you perceive your time of testing? Because And this is very important. Do you perceive your time of testing as proving that it works or proving that it will fail? And that makes a lot of difference in how you approach stuff. If in my time of testing... The job of the test is to prove that it works. I think that's a more positive way to perceive things than my time of testing is to prove that something will fail. 
I have a friend who was given a job and it was said to that person, now you were given this job to supervise, but they thought whoever they is, you know, everybody has a they on their job or a they in their family or they thought you were going to fail. I thought that was quite interesting that the perception is the job was given not for them to succeed, but for them to fail. Now that brings an even deeper question we should ponder. Why would you give someone a position of authority, hoping, planning, plotting that they will fail? How do you perceive things? When you are told and given disciplinary action, ridicule, or personal examination by outside people, how do you perceive that? Do you take offense to it automatically and try to defend yourself? Or do you listen? Can you handle criticism? whether it's constructive or not. Will you listen to what somebody thinks about you? Or is it just important on how you think about yourself? The Bible warns us that we shouldn't think more of ourselves than we should, but yet and still, everything comes back to us and about us and our perception about us. And we perceive stuff from the inside out. Can you imagine looking at a tall building. Here in St. Louis we have what we call the Gateway Arch. It's a very tall building. Chicago you might have, uh, you have that tall building in Chicago and most cities have skyscrapers and if you're fortunate enough to fly even close to them when you're coming into town the building looks very small but we know if you stand at the base of it it looks very big. Well it depends on your vantage point. When I'm flying high Everything looks small, but when I am low, everything looks big. Maybe you'll catch that. When I'm flying high, above, everything looks small. But when I'm flying low, when I'm low and too close, everything is big and large. And the arch is so tall that if you stood at its base and looked straight up, it sways back and forth to the point that you are dizzy and disoriented. But when I'm flying in from another city or another country, it seems as if it's not even moving. But it is. It's bending and twisting in the wind, not to the point it would break, but for it to stand. So how do you perceive things? How do you look at things? How do you make decisions? Do you make decisions based upon your emotional content, your feeling at any given time? I just wonder, do you do things hoping that they will fail or do you do things planning on them to succeed? Hmm. Les Brown said something that I think is very valuable. He said, don't sweat the small stuff because it's all small stuff. And it really is. This Memorial Day, as we celebrate those who have fought in wars, foreign wars, and their sacrifice for us, do we ever celebrate 
those who have fallen for the sake of Christ. We call them martyrs. A lot of them didn't have any weapons to fight back. They weren't fighting for a country or a piece of land with borders. They were fighting for the kingdom and the Lord and the kingdom to come. And through persecution, the gospel has been told around the world. So how do I perceive things? Hmm. It's just something to think about on this Memorial Day. Do I perceive things always from my flesh? Or do I have the capacity, because the Holy Spirit lives inside of me, to perceive, look at and make decisions by the power of the Holy Spirit? I know that's counterintuitive to our flesh, but is it possible that I can make decisions based upon the principles and the power of Almighty God through the Holy Spirit. All things are possible with Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Do can I really look at things like that? This is Pastor Teacher Dr. James Sutton of Walking Truth Christian Fellowship Church and Walking Truth Ministries. I want you to be encouraged and be blessed. And think about it. How do you perceive things? Peace. Thank you for listening in today to Let Us Reason Together broadcast with Dr. James Sutton. You may send letters of prayerful support and your tax-deductible financial gift to Walk in Truth, 7852 Milan Avenue, St. Louis, Missouri, 63130. If you are in need of prayer or would like to contact the ministry, call us at 314-629-0024. You can also visit the ministry website at www.walkintruthministries.com or email us at witmin at yahoo.com. And be sure to check us out at Walk in Truth Ministries on Facebook and Walk in Truth Radio SoundCloud. Be sure to tune in next week for another thought-provoking broadcast from Let Us Reason Together.